0: this podcast is part of the red five network for more red five network podcasts visit red five network.com
1: it's me pa stanley
0: and you're listening to a show on the red five network
1: because of the following special program wonder woman and the incredible hulk will not be presented this evening entire generation people have experienced star wars the only way it's been possible on the tv screen but if you've only seen it this way you haven't seen it at all
0: this is where the fun begins
1: we're home
0: Welcome to the Blue Mill Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter, order a cup of Jawa juice and a nice slice of Yogan fruit pie and get ready because we're about to talk all things Star Wars.
1: Are you? The Resistance sent really. me. They sent you. I'm Ray. What's special about you? Where are you from? I've gotta get back to Jakku. Nowhere. No one's from nowhere. Jakku. Jakku? Why are you here, Ray? from nowhere? The Resistance sent me. He's gonna get you home. We both will. Why are you here? You... A scavenger. I've already been away too long. Something... Inside me has always been there. And now was awake. Need a teacher. Three lessons. I will teach you the ways of the Jedi. Just breathe. What do you know about the Force? Reach out with your feelings. The Force is not a power you have. It's not about lifting rocks. It's the energy between all things. The tension of. Balance that binds the universe together. Balance? There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? That lightsaber was Luke's (laughs) and his father's before him and now it calls to you. You went straight to the dark. That man's was trying to show me something. It offered something you needed. You didn't even try to stop yourself. Don't be afraid of who you are. You have no place in this story, you come from nothing, you're nothing, but not to me. You wanted to prove to my mother that you were a Jedi, but you've proven something else. Look at yourself. It was fear that kept me here. What are you most afraid of? Myself. She would be honored to know your family name too. They'll be back. I don't have one. I'm just right. You are so lonely. So afraid to leave. Your parents threw you away like garbage. They didn't! They did. But you can't stop needing them. It's your greatest weakness. Looking for them everywhere in Han Solo. Now in Skywalker. Do you want to know the truth about your parents? Or have you always known? You remember more than you say. You know the truth. You already know the truth. You don't just have power. You have his power. You... ...are a Palpatine. I'd find Palpatine. And destroy him. It doesn't sound like you. We stand behind you, Rey. Close your eyes. Feel it. The light. City of a Jedi. Who are you? I'm Ray. Ray who?
0: Hello and welcome back into the Blue Mill Cafe. This is episode 65. My name is Jeff, and on this week's episode, I am talking all about one of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars, Ray. But before I get to talking all about Ray and how I feel she is one of the great Star Wars characters of all time, I have to go over my first-ever BMC Poll of the Week from last week and it was, what character would you like to see in the upcoming Disney Plus Kenobi series? The choices I gave were Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Ezra Bridger, and Princess Leia. Now, before I even go over the results, I want to correct a faux pas of mine that one of my followers on Twitter and a good friend and he was a guest a couple times here in the cafe, Talk Like Jar Jar reminded me that I forgot to put Jar Jar on this list and I should have because yes, he is rumored to be in the Kenobi series. And I was very excited when I heard that news so before I get to the results of the poll my vote went other and for Jar Jar to correct my mistake I am very sorry I forgot to put him on there for all the Jar Jar lovers I am sorry that's my mistake I should have known better because I consider myself to be one of Jar Jar's biggest fans so Having said all that, that no one really cares about, let's go over the results of the poll from last week. Now, Darth Vader seemed to run away with it at 46%. 28%, well, 28.6% went to Luke Skywalker. Ezra Bridger got 15.4% and Princess Leia 9.9%. I can see how Darth Vader went went that high, but um, out of the four that I gave, my vote I think would have gone to Luke Skywalker. But that's that's uh, out of the four that I I gave you guys. But I just told you my vote went to Jar Jar. So I did get some comments. Um rebel scum texan at rebel scum texan said if even if it's a cutscene or fever dream vader would be a great cameo i agree force ghost david said ahsoka which i agree with that's another one that i think i should have put on the poll as well because she's of course she's rumored to be in the mandalorian but hey crossover Disney Plus series so I can't believe I didn't think of Ahsoka and the backyard Titus I think it would be cool to see him react to Ahsoka react to Ahsoka or possibly Rex or Cody I'm pretty sure he means Vader and at Blue Corellian I think I'm saying that right well I would love to see Leia I think Luke is the most obvious and then he put a beautiful beautiful fan art of young Luke on the reply go to my Twitter page and go to the last week's BMC poll of the week and look at the replies and check out this artwork it is very stunning I really love it actually what I will do is I will save This artwork and I will tweet it out at the end of today's episode on my Twitter so everybody can see it it's it's really cool and of course my buddy talk like Jar Jar Day at talk like Jar Jar said mmm forgetting someone and that's when I realized I made a big mistake so I am sorry but those were the results Vader won and this week's poll of the week, not really tying into the subject of the episode, but it is about the sequels. What which character out of the four that I'm going to give you is your favorite from the sequels? Now of course you got you got Ray, you got Finn, you got Poe Dameron. And Kylo Ren out of those four which are which one is your favorite character from the sequels and of course there's no room for the, for me to put other so of course if you have another one please uh, give me a reply you know tweet it and I will read them out and you know don't feel like you're locked into those four because Twitter only gives you four. Uh, I wish they gave you five so I could put other, but I don't want to just give you three options and then put other. So it's Rey, Finn, Poe Dameron, and Kylo Ren. Out of those four, which are your favorite? And of course if you have a different one out of those four that that you would like to vote for, by all means reply and vote for it. So that poll will be pinned to the top of my Twitter account, and I also said last week that it will be on my Facebook Facebook page and Facebook group, but I did not know that Facebook took away uh, creating polls on Facebook, so no Facebook poll. The poll can only be found at my Twitter account, at Fish Frick. It will be pinned to the top of my Twitter account, so go vote there and let me know who you think, or not who you think. Who is your favorite character from the sequels? Now, I'm going to take a short break, and when I come back, we are going to talk about Rey.
1: Escape pod landing, where am I?
0: It's the new Star Wars Land of the Jawas that you put together,
1: action figures sold separately. You can move the action lever and make the Jawa capture R2-D2. R2, are you all right? What are they doing to you? You can raise the elevator and make R2-D2 disappear into the sand crawler. Hang on, R2, I'm right behind you. Me too. Kenner's new Star Wars Land of the Jawas. Action figures each sold separately. New Star Wars radio-controlled Jawa sand crawler. Let's find some droids. Two 9-volt and 2D batteries not included. The Jawas got the Death Star droid. Action figures sold separately. Up the elevator. He's in. By radio control, you can make the sand crawler travel almost any direction by going forward, backward, (laughs) then forward again. Find more joy Star Wars radio-controlled Jawa Sandcrawler. Action figures each sold separately. New from Kenner. It's the new Star Wars Landspeeder. Wow, looks like it's floating. The sand people are coming. Gonna... It's up to Luke Skywalker and his Landspeeder to get us out. Action figures each sold separately. The Landspeeder has a snap-open space hatch, and Star Wars action figures R2-D2 and C-3PO fit right in back. Hurry there, fancy. Activate spring glide wheels. The Force goes with us. Yeah! Turner's new Star Wars landspeeder action figures each sold separately
0: and I'm back okay now let's talk about Rey now Rey is one of my all-time favorite Star Wars characters she is in my top 5 now after now that the Skywalker saga is complete I really love her character I know a lot of people even after The Force Awakens oh my goodness she's a Mary Sue she's this she's that first of all I hate the term Mary Sue always always have always will I don't consider her Mary Sue I don't feel that the term Mary Sue should exist but that's that's my opinion um she was a great great hero she she, in my opinion, she is up there with the greats like Luke, Leia, and Han, Vader. Um, she is just, I, I, I don't know how to explain why I like her so much. I just, it, her hero's journey to me was was great. Yes, there was some things that could have been a little better, but. The way they did it I really enjoyed and yes and people are even throwing the recent Daisy Ridley interview where she even admitted that there was no, that the script, that the story of The Rise of Skywalker changed constantly while they were filming. You know what? That doesn't bother me. That doesn't say oh that's why that movie is terrible. That's why that movie sucked. No, that's not what that says at all. To me that says J.J. Abrams is always thinking, always creating in his head as he's directing and as he's going through filming the movie. Maybe he got to a certain point in the story where he went, "Oh my goodness, I need to go this way and not that way. Let's make her Let's make her a, a Palpatine and not a Kenobi." That makes more sense. I it just it doesn't tell me that that's not proof to me that all oh, Di- see disney doesn't know what they're doing with star wars that's not what that proves to me at all i'm sorry call me naive call me stupid i don't care that's that's not what that interview told me that interview told me that jj is is a great filmmaker cuz he's always constantly creating in his head even while filming a movie so that is my feelings on that i'm sorry i went off in a little tangent there and got a little a, a little worked up but i think i held together i like i say on twitter i'm a positive star wars fan i always think positively and i didn't want to start getting negative on on that because some of the recent S- star wars news that has come out i didn't, i'm not even commenting on because i i'm 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 over that kind of stuff the behind the scenes stuff with the actors and the behind the scenes stuff with everything else i'm and the dispersions that are being thrown around like oh they're see they really don't want to be part of star wars anymore i'm keeping myself clear of those i'm not i'm say my opinions on those because i feel like i'm going to open up a big pandora's box and have some trolls and haters come to my twitter feed which i try to avoid and attack me for what i feel so i'm not going to comment i will say this on certain issues from the behind the scenes things with some of the actors i do agree with most of the people that i follow on twitter on it but I am not going to go into it here because, like I said, this is a positive, family-friendly Star Wars podcast, so we I'm not going to go into those things, and sorry I went off like that on a tangent, but you know what, I, I do that sometimes, so oh my goodness, okay, so let's get back on some more positive things, and let's go over my some of my favorite Rey moments from the entire sequel trilogy. Of course, the introduction of, of her on Jakku, I really, really enjoyed. Uh, just seeing her being the scavenger, going through that Star Destroyer. And you could tell she's very knowledgeable because she knows the kind of parts she's looking for while she's scavenging. She obviously knows what parts are gonna bring more portions than others. But of course, Uncar Plutt is a greedy little so-and-so and doesn't I don't think pays his scavengers fairly. Let's let's say that. And of course the the introduction of her also included the introduction of race theme. Oh my god, I love race theme it has been my ringtone on my phone for so long it's just to me it's like a happy a happy song if if I'm having a bad day or something I can put that on and all of a sudden I start feeling better again that's the kind of mood that theme puts me in so the introduction of Rey on Jakku of course is one of my one of my favorites and then The escape. The escape from Jakku and also... That ties in, of course, to her and Finn meeting. Rey and Finn meeting each other. Um, And then them escaping Jakku. And, of course, when Finn pointed out... What about that ship over there? That ship? That ship is garbage. And, of course... The very first time I saw that, the hair on my arm stood up because I was like, Oh my god, that's the Falcon sitting over there. That's the Falcon sitting over there in the trailer, that was Ray that we saw flying the Falcon. So my the hair on my arm stood up and of course when the quad jumper gets blown up and she said the garbage will do and we first see it I I can't I can't deny it. I my my eyes started watering up. So, and then of course her flying and escaping Jakku in the Falcon was amazing. And of course when Ray first met BB-8 as well, um, her rescuing him from Tito? Yes, his name was Tito. And how she ran up to Tito and spoke to Tito in his language, which was very impressive. I really would like to know what she said to him. You know, give, give me a subtitle. See, I want to know what she said to him. Did she, like, you know, curse him out? That would be interesting to know. So, when Ray first met BB-8, I love that moment. And her escape from the First Order, even you can lump her capture. Uh, her capture of the when she was captured by the First Order. That's what I'm trying to say. I can't talk this morning. Oh, my God. Um, her capture and her escape. Let's put those together. Um, her little encounter there with Kylo Ren outside of Masa's castle on Takodana. That was... I, I love that moment. And, of course, her escape. When she mind-tricked 007 Stormtrooper. That's what I call him because that was Daniel Craig. Even though I haven't seen any Daniel Craig Bond movies yet. And please don't start sending me the tweets. Like, oh my god, how can you have not seen any of his Bond films yet? The last Bond film I saw was Goldeneye. With Pierce Brosnan, okay? That's the last one I saw. It's not that I lost interest, it's that I wasn't... I Ever since I stopped working at the AMC movie theater, way back when, I worked for AMC as a projectionist for almost 10 years, and after I left the movie theater, I wasn't seeing movies for free anymore, and I just couldn't really afford to keep going to the movies every weekend, so... I started seeing less and less movies. That's why I haven't seen any of the newer Bond films yet, but I will get around to them. So, sorry about the Bond tangent, but the 007 Stormtrooper made me think of it and go off on that. So, but yes, her mind tricking him, I really loved. Thought it was really funny. And that's another one of those scenes that a lot of uh, haters of. The Star Wars, the Disney Star Wars, I should say, the haters of the Disney Star Wars really had a problem with because, oh, how all of a sudden she has this power. I believe when Kylo was interrogating her and he was trying to pull stuff out of her brain or her mind, I think that triggered something in her. That woke something up in her, because she fought back and resisted him. So I feel that woke something up in her. That's why she was able to do it. All of a sudden, you saw her thinking before she even said anything to the Stormtrooper. She was like, oh, well he was, I I saw this this mind trick, you know? So, and she tried it, didn't work at first it didn't he came over to her and she could actually see him now not she can't see his eyes but I think visual him seeing her and then her saying it that made it work so I had no problem with her force ability in the force awakens I really did not and of course I already talked about the one of my other scenes that I really enjoyed the interrogation with her and uh, Kylo when we first see Kylo take his helmet off. And he... Actually, he started letting her get to him, I believe, because if he wear, he's wearing that helmet, obviously for intimidation, and intimidation only, um, he let her talk him into taking that off because... He didn't have to take that off when she goes, well, that happens when you're being threatened by a creature in a mask. Just because she said that doesn't mean you have to take it off and go, oh, look, I'm not a creature. You know, he let her get under his skin. So he was like, here, I'll prove to you that I'm not hideous. I'm not a creature. I'll take it off and I'll talk to you face to face. So right there she was getting under his skin and... like I said, when he started to pull stuff out of her, her mind and start saying, he goes, I see the island, you know, so hard to sleep, stuff like that, that triggered something in her to wake the Force up that was dormant up until now. So, if you think about it, maybe Kylo is the one that awoke the Force in Rey. So that's why I didn't have a problem like I said, that's why I didn't have a problem with her mind-tricking 007 Stormtrooper into letting her go. Okay. Now, the lightsaber Ray calls the lightsaber to her in The Force Awakens. Goosebump inducing moment, even today. I've seen The Force Awakens plenty of times now. I've been watching Confession, I've been watching the sequel trilogy more lately than the prequels and the original trilogy combined. But I do plan on going back and starting, and I'm going to start and watch all nine films. But I've just been watching the sequels lately a lot, and every time that lightsaber, I know who it's going to now. I, I know who it's going to now. When I first saw it, I thought it was going to Luke. That's when I thought we were going to see Luke. I thought Luke was there. He got the lightsaber, but it went to her, and the, like I said, goosebump-inducing moment for me. So that scene will always give me the goosebumps, and of course, her and Kylo fighting there in the forest on um, on Starkiller base. Oh my goodness. Love that fight so much. And let me see. I'll talk I'll talk of it now. I'm I know I'm still talking about the Force Awakens, but I'm I'll talk about them now. I liked I liked every single lightsaber fight in the sequels. My favorite of all of them is the throne room in the last Jedi. I think it's because we saw a brief 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 moment on how powerful Kylo and Ray could be together if they were ac- if they could actually work together. And just the that whole fight I just thought was so very cool. And the moment right from the moment where the lightsaber slashes through Snoke and into Ray's hands and people say it you can cue yes the score of that was nice but people say this the immigrant song from Led Zeppelin would have been perfect for that for that lightsaber battle because people say hey the immigrant song goes with any fight scene in any movie and they're pretty much right I've seen all the videos on YouTube I really enjoy them so, those are, like I said, I liked all the lightsaber battles in, in the sequels. Now, let's move on to The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, I enjoyed all the stuff with Rey and Luke on Act 2, Act 2. Still don't know how to say that correctly. I, I, I liked all, everything that they did together, um, I, I enjoyed the training, the the funny moment. Reach out, and she actually reaches out, and he has to smack her with the with the palm leaf or whatever he has. I I really enjoyed it. I know it's silly humor, but you know what? Star Wars was silly humor back in the original trilogy too. So I had no problem with the humor in the sequels the other thing I really enjoyed about the training was the story hearing Luke's interpretation of the story about the destruction of his Jedi Temple and then hearing Kylo's version of his of the destruction of the Jedi Temple yes I I believe and it was confirmed that Kylo's version was correct but Luke, he never, I understand, yeah, you roll over as, you know, a young teenager and you see that, yeah, it's frightening and you think, oh my God, my uncle's going to kill me. But it's, I, I think Luke should have just came right out and told Ray exactly what happened and then she wouldn't have been so upset with him saying, you know, well, I'm probably responsible for making Kylo red. He should have just came right out and said it, but he didn't, and that was that's why she was so upset with him. So, that, I loved all the training stuff on Octo, and we already went over the Ray and Kylo fight off, uh, the, the, uh, not even gonna say it, the guards. I can't say that word properly and I'm not even gonna try and embarrass myself so I'm not gonna say it they fought off the guards we've already went over that and I really enjoyed that and then there when they were both force pulling the lightsaber and it breaks apart I, I really enjoyed that and of course Ray rescuing the resistance on Crate there at the end swooping in with the Falcon Finn yelling God, they hate that ship. So, I, I really enjoyed that. And just Ray exclaiming how much she likes you know, firing the gun there out of the Falcon was cool. And, of course, I, I enjoyed the moment where she lifted the rocks to save her friends, to save the Resistance. And seeing Finn and Rey finally seeing each other for the first time in that movie was a little tear-jerking for me, I'll admit that. But those were pretty much my favorite moments and highlights of The Last Jedi with Rey. And now, last but not least, The Rise of Skywalker. Probably the most watched film out of the sequel trilogy for myself. I really enjoyed The Rise of Skywalker. Um it my favorite moments with Ray start right from the beginning where we where we are first introduced where she gets first introduced into this film where she's sitting there levitating with the rocks floating around her and she was saying be with me be with me calling out to the other Jedis from the past to try to connect with them and of course she couldn't right away really like that moment and then just her exasperation and ugh and flipping down. And coming over and talk, talking to Leia. Really enjoyed that. And her little run through the training course there. I really like that. And. Um, of course. When. They're on. Um, oh my goodness now I. Can't remember the name of the planet. They're. On that. The, the desert planet. And she thinks she had just killed Chewie, and it was revealed that, oh my god, she can shoot lightning out of her fingers like Palpatine. I don't, and that was just like, oh my god. I I was, I, at that moment, I was, I can't wait to see her reaction when she finds out that she's a Palpatine. And of course her reaction was what I thought it would be. And um, she wants to go find Palpatine and destroy him. Well, of course, he's the one that gave the order for your parents to be killed. He killed his own son and daughter-in-law just because of you. And, yeah, I would want the dude dead, too. And, of course, I already talked about... Well, I didn't talk about it in detail, but I talked about it. The lightsaber battle on the that one moon of Endor where the ruins of the Death Star two were in the water and Kylo and Ray are fighting. That that whole scene I really enjoyed. I enjoy when she goes back to octo and Aktu, however you want to say it, I don't know how like I said, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Um, where they go back there and Luke catches the lightsaber this time and makes a callback to The Last Jedi where people had problems with him tossing it over his shoulder because, oh, Luke would never do that. In my opinion, I've said it before, everybody, everybody has a breaking point. No matter how strong you are, no matter how big of a hero you think that person is, everybody, everybody has a breaking point where they can't take it anymore. And that happened to Luke. Luke thought he failed, he ran away, he cut himself off from the force, he said, I'm done with this crap. So that's why I didn't have a problem with it. But they corrected it for the the trolls. He, he catches the lightsaber and said, this is no way to treat a Jedi's weapon. There you go. There's your Luke back, people. Okay? But, yeah, like I said, I didn't have a problem with that because everybody don't I don't care how strong you think you are everybody has a breaking point where they, they they can walk away from something that they love they can walk away from something they believe in because there are Christians every day that lose their faith and walk away from the church there are you know people every day losing their faith in something so Oh my goodness! I'm going off on a lot of tangents today. This is going to be a longer show than I expected. So, having said all that, let's wind this up because um, I mean I'm starting to ramble, and I'm pretty sure you guys don't want to hear all this boring stuff that about you know people losing faith and stuff. So, um, Ray facing down Palpatine. I, I really love that. And her and, I'm going to say Ben this time, her and Ben fighting together again, I like that, I, liked, I like the fact that she saved Ben's life, or saved Kahlo's life at, the, at, at that point, but then Ben saved her life, and that's why I did not have a problem with uh, Kahlo's redemption because he made the ultimate sacrifice he saved her life he gave her life so she could live and that to me is the ultimate sacrifice um, I if you go back and listen to my uh, previous episode of mine where I'm giving my first um, reaction of the rise of Skywalker after getting back from the movie theater and seeing it you can hear in there that I had a problem with the kiss, because that was the only part that was spoiled for me before I saw The Rise of Skywalker. And I did express how I didn't like that, and how it upset me. But, after seeing it in context, it made me cry. It made me tear up. It's one of my favorite and like parts of The Rise of Skywalker is that moment. I still tear up a little bit when I see it. Um... But yeah, I love that part. And of course, Ray Skywalker. Tatooine and the Binary Sunset. That blew my mind. When I first saw it, I was not expecting Tatooine at all. Kevin Smith was right when he told us that he had an opportunity to see the last set of the movie... But J.J. told him, "Are you sure? Because this is going to blow your mind." He was right, because my mind was blown. I was like, "Oh my God, that's Tatooine!" Right when the Falcon flew over and you saw the Sandcrawler in the Jawas, I'm like, "Oh my God, it's Tatooine!" And Ray just walking around the Lars homestead and seeing it. And seeing the years of abandonment of the homestead and her burying the lightsabers there on the homestead seeing her new lightsaber the yellow lightsaber so happy a yellow lightsaber one of my favorite color of lightsabers green and yellow are my two favorite Um, and I I was, I've said it before. I have no problem with her taking the Skywalker name. She's doing it because she, when she killed Palpatine, she re- was refusing her family name, and she needed to be. She, she wanted. She's always wanted to take a family name. It was obvious in Force Awakens, all through the Last Jedi. And of course, at the beginning of Rise of Skywalker, she always wanted to be part of a family. She wanted a family name. So she did not want to go around anymore saying Ray Who and her saying, Nobody. I, I'm nobody. She was getting tired of that. So I have no problem with her taking Skywalker. She considers herself part of the Skywalker family. And I'm. I'm glad she took the Skywalker name, so... I... Overall, I was satisfied with the way the sequel trilogy ended. I know a lot of people weren't, but that's just me. I'm a positive kind of person. Yes, I do see movies and things that I don't like, but like I've said before over and over and over in the past, I don't like to talk about those, because I like to talk about stuff that makes me happy. So... And the stuff that I don't like doesn't make me happy. So that's why you won't hear me talking about it. But like I'm saying, I'm sorry I went off on so many different tangents today. Um, some that, like I said, I, I refuse to talk about because I just don't want to talk about those right now. And I've already expressed, I think I've expressed my my feelings on some of those issues on Twitter by liking and commenting on other people's tweets about it. So I just don't want to talk about it on this show, like I said, because I keep it positive here, and I don't like to go into the negative too much. So that's the show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I didn't bore you too much with all my ramblings, and just to let you know, I... This show, I don't think I'm going to take time and go into the editing depths that I usually do when I edit my programs. So everything you're hearing is stuff that was going through my head at the time I was talking. So, a little bit behind the scenes, behind the curtain. I'm not going to be editing this, this episode at all. All I'm going to be doing is throwing sound clips and the music and the intros and outros on there and then that's it. So this is a raw episode, I guess you would say. And like I said, those those are just my thoughts and opinions on those side tangents I was taking. And like I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that, but when I get to talking about certain stuff and it pops into my head I have to go off on a side tangent and talk about it. Any anybody that's a fan of Kevin Smith knows that man. God, I love him so much. But that man goes off on so many different tangents on his podcast that I can't keep up with the man. But that's why I enjoy listening to him. And I hope you enjoyed listening to my little tangents and rant or rants. Some of them were rants. <clears throat> Sorry. Some of them were rants. So yeah i hope you enjoyed it and don't forget to answer the bmc poll of the week it will be pinned at to the top of my twitter account at that at fish frick and it is who is your favorite character from the sequel trilogy ray finn poe dameron or kylo ren and if there if you have other comment on the tweet and i'll read them out on my next episode don't know if that'll be next weekend or the weekend after that we'll see if i have a topic popping in my head that i want to talk about but that was my episode on ray since the skywalker saga is complete now so i hope you enjoyed it leave me your thoughts and opinions on twitter And all the other places you can follow the Blue Mill Cafe, those will be in the outro. So, as always, until next time,
1: I have spoken. Give the evacuation code signal.
0: We all know life is about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. You can follow The Blue Milk Cafe on Facebook at that BMC Pod, on Twitter at Frick, on Instagram at that BMC Pod. You can also email The Blue Milk Cafe at PorkBock at gmail.com. And remember, Blue Milk, it does the body good.